Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home. And you're on right now with Jim Dawes. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture. From an American nationalist perspective. Coming to you on the Mojo 50 Radio Network. Streaming live on iHeartRadio. You can also listen on demand anytime on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. And you can follow me on Twitter at right now Jim Dawes. Shoot me an email at right now Jim Dawes at gmail.com. Or call in and leave your questions or comments on our voicemail line. At 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. You know, I wonder sometimes how these people in the media can show their face in public. They keep pumping up these hoaxes week after week. One hoax after another, and it falls apart on them almost immediately. And this latest one of the so-called whistleblower on the Ukraine gate, I got to come up with a better name for this, uh, this scandal, uh, the Biden Ukraine scandal, Ukrainium. I don't know, but already the whistleblower that we were told last week, uh, had knowledge of Trump's phone call turns out. He didn't hear the phone call at all. He's just repeating a rumor that he heard from somebody else in the so-called intelligence community. We don't know who he is, but I'll bet you if and when we find out, he's going to be one of these people that are in trouble for lying and leaking during the whole Russiagate affair hoax. And on top of that, this guy, in order to get attention from the media, said that uh, Trump had made some sort of promise on his phone call with the Ukrainian president when he was uh, urging the uh, president to look into Joe Biden's demand that the the state prosecutor in Ukraine be fired at the same time he was investigating a company that Hunter Biden, his son, was on the board of directors, paid $3 million. It's come out now that he was paid $3 million for his work on this uh, this board of directors, an energy company, Joe Biden's son had no experience at all in anything to do with energy. He had no experience at all in Eastern Europe or in the Ukraine. They just decided of all the people in the world that they could put on their board of directors to really get them over the hump. It was going to be Hunter Biden who was in business with John Kerry's stepson. That's the guy that was really going to help him out. And it did. It worked. Lo and behold, old Joe got the prosecutor fired. Hunter Biden took the 
took the grift to the bank and the media turned a blind eye to it. So now, as I say, we know that the whistleblower didn't have any direct knowledge of the call. We know that far from making a promise, there was no quid pro quo offered. And yet, the Democrats haven't adjusted their fire. Just like last week when uh, they were all rushing to the microphones to call for the impeachment of Brett Kavanaugh because yet another uh, woman had come up that he had sexually harassed in college. They rushed to the microphone, didn't wait for the full story to come out. Turns out the woman has no memory of this ever happening. And they just kept on as if nothing changed. And they're doing it again. You got John Kerry out there on the speaking circuit showing up at Morning Joe and on the Sunday news shows and every place that uh, will have him saying that Donald Trump is, uh, has, has committed some sort of rascally act and he has to be investigated. And the really interesting thing about all of this is while John Kerry is sitting there on their set commenting on the so-called Ukraine scandal, none of these Democrat media mouthpieces has the journalistic integrity to say, oh, by the way, wasn't your stepson in business with Hunter Biden? How much did he get paid? And did he have anything to do with these sweetheart deals that Hunter Biden made in the Ukraine and China and God knows where else? And why were y'all in business with the, uh, the nephew of Whitey Bulger, for Christ's sakes? How did, how did he come into this? John Kerry is there on your set. You call yourself a professional journalist. You're dealing with issues regarding um, Rosemont Sienica, the company that Hunter Biden and John Kerry's stepson put together. John Kerry's making comments about how awful it is that Donald Trump is asking about Joe Biden's involvement in getting the uh, Ukrainian prosecutor fired so that they could shut down this investigation into uh, into the company that Hunter Biden was working for. And you don't even ask, Kerry, what his stepson's involvement in any of this is? It's really quite amazing. And as I say, you know, they made uh, John Kerry um, the 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 spokesperson for this he's uh he's stopped uh colluding with the mullahs in iran long enough to trot out to try to defend joe biden so that they can drag his old sorry butt over the line and here he is on morning joe yesterday again uh accusing donald trump of things without any facts to back it up whatsoever. And here's another instance of the president putting the heat on saying to the country we're trying to help resist Russia. And he turns around and says, I'm going to take your aid away unless you become the opposition research center for my campaign for president of the United States. That is a fundamental, profound abuse of power. There's no other way to put it. Well, it would be a fundamental, profound abuse of power, but there's just one little problem. 
There's no indication at all that any of that happened. The report from the so-called whistleblower has already been debunked. It's Monday evening. They dropped all of this, uh, this information debunking the whistleblower late on a Friday night on purpose. That's what public relations people do. So they could get it out there. It would be lightly noticed. And then John Kerry and Joe Biden and all of their mouthpieces and all of the candidates on the Democrat side could pretend that Donald Trump, in fact, did what they've accused him of, which their own reporting now say that he didn't. (laughs) Bill Weld, the former liberal Republican governor of Massachusetts that's challenging Donald Trump, along with uh, Joe Walsh and uh, the uh, Mark Sanford, the former governor of South Carolina, were on uh, on one of the MSNBC shows. You know, each taking their licks on Donald Trump, based on the story that has now been debunked. And Bill Weld just basically lost his mind right there on air. Talk about pressuring a foreign country to interfere with and control a U.S. election. It couldn't be clearer. And that's not just undermining democratic institutions. Uh, that is treason. It's treason, pure and simple. And the Treason, he says. Treason, pure and simple. You know, these people in the media and, and these, uh, these lunatic politicians throw this word treason around as if it means whatever they want it to mean. It has a specific meaning in the Constitution and in the U.S. Code. Treason is aiding and abetting the enemy of the United States in the time of war. This is not treason. At the very worst, this is, um, you know, a, a abuse of power. I wouldn't even say it's that because, again... The story that they have put out there, injected into the consciousness of the American electorate, turns out to be bogus. But that's not stopping these idiots from continuing to characterize it in the most dishonest way. Excuse me. And in the case of Bill Weld, actually call for the president of the United States to be executed. A U.S. election, it couldn't be clearer. And that's not just undermining democratic institutions. Uh, That is treason. It's treason, pure and simple. And the penalty for treason under the U.S. code is death. Death. That's the only penalty. The the penalty under the Constitution is removal from office. And that might look like a pretty good alternative to the president if he could work out a plea deal. Death, he says. The penalty is death. We're going to put Donald Trump to death because he dared to mention the Joe Biden scandal in Ukraine. I wonder if he's also brought up uh, the the uh, Hunter Biden Biden getting one point five billion dollars from the Bank of China for his and John Kerry's stepson's venture capital firm, Rosemont Sienica. Unbelievable, really. Nobody bothered to ask John Kerry during his speaking tour about his own stepson's involvement in all of this. You know when something that blatant happens, the fix is in. Rudy Giuliani is continuing 
to just hammer away at this issue. I'm going to play you another clip because his uh, his appearance on Fox News Sunday with John Roberts was an absolutely tour de force. And uh, I think it goes on for 10 or 12 minutes. I played a couple of clips in yesterday's show, and here's another one that uh, really details exactly what's going on. Does it strike you as strange that he would tell that story and not mention to you that his son's company was the major defendant in the investigation the guy was carrying on? Do you, I happen to know, and I've seen the records, do you know why he was fired? Do you know how the kid was paid? Three million dollars goes from Ukraine to Cyprus. I'm sorry, Ukraine to Latvia, Latvia to Cyprus, Cyprus to Rosemont Seneca. What does that sound like to you? The money's being laundered through several different states. That's exactly what the Mueller team threw uh, Paul Manafort in jail for. And and I think it was those exact foreign countries that he went through. This was. Hunter Biden, plainly and simply, laundering money to get it out of the Ukraine because they had paid him off in order to influence his father to call off the dogs, which he did. Got him fired. I played the clip for you. I'm, I'm sure you've seen it by now. I said, if I'm, I'm leaving in six hours, if that prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. And son of a bleep, he was fired. Back to Rudy. From Ukraine to Cyprus, I'm sorry, Ukraine to Latvia, Latvia to Cyprus, Cyprus to Rosemont Seneca. I've seen each one of the wires. When that prosecutor Shokin subpoenaed Cyprus, he got a response. I have the record. They gave him all the information, but two people, Hunter Biden and John Kerry's stepson. I'm sorry, John Kerry's speechwriter, who was the best friend of his stepson. The prosec- Who is acting as a proxy in this case, but... I'm not mistaken, uh, Hunter Biden was, in fact, in business with John Kerry's stepson at Rosemont Sienica, along with Whitey Bulger's um, nephew. Prosecutor who followed. When that happened, Joe Biden knew that they were zeroing in on Hunter. And he went over there, he got him fired. And the next day, people showed up. And they started working on getting the case for the kid dismissed, as well as the case for Soros. And that's now, what brings me into it. Now, the prosecutor, you've, no, you've, you've, you've probably heard a lot of talk. Well, uh, this prosecutor was under a lot of pressure from other European nations for corruption. That's because he was digging into George Soros's dealings. And George Soros owns many politicians in Western Europe. And he was having them call for this prosecutor to be fired. But it was... Um, this uh, Ukrainian energy company, uh, Balsamic, I, I can't remember, it keeps wanting to say Balsamic. Uh, this Ukrainian energy company that had the foresight to go out and get the vice president's son and put him on his board so they would uh, be inoculated against these charges. Let me finish. You okay. said I went there to get dirt on Joe Biden. Do you know when I found out about Joe Biden? Do you know what I told my colleague? They're going to cover this up. Uh, Too bad Biden's involved in this. I got a nice straight case of Ukrainian collusion. The minute I say Biden, that Washington press corps is going to go nuts. They've been covering up for years. China, plagiarism. Now now, now you're you're straying into areas. No, I'm not. I'm I'm straying into what is wrong with us today. We need to point out. We need to point out that Yuri Lutschenko, who was the prosecutor who was appointed after Shokin was fired, resurrected, reanimated the case and found that Hunter Biden was, in fact, paid millions of dollars. But Lutschenko said 
that the board of Burisma was John, was able to pay a board member whatever they wanted and he didn't see anything wrong with that. Absolutely. They can pay whoever they want to as much money as they want to, except if they're getting a quid pro quo from a, a, a foreign leader like the vice president, then the vice president is guilty of accepting bribes. I don't give a damn if they paid the bribe to his son. It was to the Biden family. This is the same way that the uh, the Chinese communist uh, board members that control the economy over there take graft. They've got these princelings, they call them. And if you want to get ahead in business, if you want to get a big payday from the Bank of China, you pay off their sons or their daughters, and they sign off. I'm going to finish this clip, and then we've got to run out to a break. Distorted. I'm just pointing out a fact. If you did any work, you'd find out Lutsenko is the prosecutor that Biden put in. There's a newspaper article in which Biden approves Lutsenko when he's appointed. Doesn't that strike you as odd that the vice president would approve a particular prosecutor? Did you ever bother to look? Let me finish. One other point we need to make here. No, no, no. I I won't answer another question unless you finish. This is really unfair. These are very important things that have been covered up for years to protect slimy Joe. John Roberts is just sitting there looking stupid as if there is no other side to this story other than get Trump. It's really quite amazing. We're running out to a break, and then we'll be right back and finish this topic. Mojo. Millions of people today have no dental insurance. If you're without insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? Introducing DentalPlans.com. How would you like to save 10 to 60% off your next dental visit for as little as $7 a month? We offer trusted dental savings plans from companies like Cigna and Aetna with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Be a part of the 1 million-plus happy smiles served since 1999 that save money when they visit the dentist. You can save on cleanings, dentures, braces, x-rays, fillings, crowns, root canals, and even teeth whitening. Call 800-296-1247 now to start saving immediately. Mention promo code RADIO to receive 15% off any plan and for a limited time, one month free. Call 800-296-1247. That's 800-296-1247. Fees billed annually plus a $20 processing fee. Savings plans are not insurance. Savings will vary by provider, plan, and zip code. Consult with plan detail page for additional plan terms. Not all plans and offers available in all markets. So the big question on everybody's mind now is whether or not this is uh, this whole uh, episode is going to boomerang on Joe Biden. You know, what appears to have happened here is they wanted to get out ahead of the story, go ahead and get it out of the way and sort of inoculate uh, Joe Biden from these criticisms as the campaign goes forward by uh, having everybody on the Democrat side use it as an excuse to attack Donald Trump. And if Donald Trump or anybody in his campaign ever brings it up, they can turn around and point the finger at Donald Trump and try to deflect this obvious and towering corruption on behalf of Joe Biden. But the question is, is it going to boomerang? And there are indications that it, it is already booming uh, or boomeranging. Is that a word? Boomeranging. Joe Biden's numbers are sinking like the Titanic. He has already fallen to second place there in Iowa, being overtaken by Elizabeth Warren. And in fact, uh, Joe Biden's numbers went down. This is not just a case 
of uh, Bernie voters going over to uh, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, Biden is, in fact, losing ground to Warren. Warren is picking up some support uh, from, it appears, from uh, from old old Bernie as well. But, uh, you know, if you, if you were really, uh, you know, digging into the skullduggery behind this, you'd have to ask yourself, did, uh, did Trump and Rudy bait uh, the Democrats into uh, pulling the curtain back on this issue, thinking that it was going to redound negatively to Trump? The newest polls are out, and Trump's approval rating is at 53% now, some of the highest numbers of his presidency, and six points higher than uh, Barack Obama's numbers at the same point in his presidency. So whether it was intentional or not, that's the effect it's having. It's it's uh, coming right back on the Democrats. And <laughs> I was thinking about this. They kind of remind you of Wiley Coyote, man. No matter what they do, Donald Trump's the roadrunner. And you got Wiley Coyote there with his latest uh, kit from Acme. Uh, you know, setting setting the newest trap, and it keeps it keeps blowing up in their face. Mm-mm-mm. We had Devin Nunez on Maria Bartiromo's excellent Sunday show. I would I would say that Maria Maria Bartiromo's futures show on Sunday is now the best news show on Sunday mornings. And Nunez pointing out the parallels between uh, this so-called scandal and the Russiagate scandal and uh and wondering whether or not this might actually be the end of old Joe Biden's campaign leaders are having with foreign leaders as long as we're going to get all the conversations that happened between vice president member of the house intel committee the president had with another foreign leader intel what are you expecting from Joseph McGuire We'll be interested to see what his thoughts are as to why this information should not be provided to Congress. Most people believe it's because it was a privileged conversation that the president had with another foreign leader, which historically we've never received those. Now, I'm all for receiving privileged conversations that our leaders are having with foreign leaders, as long as we're going to get all the conversations that happened between Vice President Biden and the Ukrainians, Barack Obama and Putin. Barack Obama and all the other world leaders. So this really opens. That is an excellent point. I apologize for the rough editing on that clip uh, at the beginning, but that is an excellent point. If we're going to get Trump's conversations with the Ukrainian president over the Biden controversy, well, those same transcripts of Biden's conversations with the, uh, with the former Ukrainian president exist as well. So if we're going to dig into private privileged conversations of the executive branch, then we need Biden's conversations, uh, transcripts of those as well. And hell, let's call in the translator as well, the ones when they met over there. Pandora's box, if it's going to be game for the legislative branch of government to get all these privileged conversations that our leaders have, it needs to be more than just President Trump. We need to get all the conversations that our leaders have with foreign leaders. I mean, once again, you put on, you know, MSNBC or CNN, and it's all about this. Once again, the media is all over this as if the president did something improper. Did the president do anything improper? Right. This has all the hallmarks of the Russia hoax, right? It's the same. Let's just go through it. Something leaks out that there's something bad that, that happened. And then it goes, it's the same reporters that report on it, the same exact reporters that reported on the Russia hoax report on it. 
Then you move forward, and what happens? It's, then there's uh, then supposedly the, you know they come and testify the night before they testify. Then this whistleblower who supposedly doesn't want anybody to know who this person is or what information they have, well, it's spilled all over the pages of the Washington Post the day before the IC or the for the ICIG, the Inspector General for the Intelligence Community, comes in and briefs us. Yeah. So this is, it looks, whoever came up with this scheme, because it looks like it was somebody trying to deflect what Biden did back in 2015, okay, who's, I mean, he's definitely got some questions that he needs to answer as to what what was he doing talking to the Ukrainian leadership at the time when his son has a contract. We want to get to the bottom of that also. So... But this scheme seems to have backfired on Biden. I mean, Biden's already dropping in the polls, and this probably could be the end. It prob- probably could be the end of old Joe Biden, and that would leave Lizzie Warren as the 2020 Democrat nominee, a Marxist, a full-fledged socialist Marxist running for the presidency of the United States under the banner of one of the two major parties. That'll be something to see. we got to run out to a break. We're going to hear two commercials, and then we'll be right back. And we're going to talk about this climate hysteria going on in Washington right after these messages. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. If you have thyroid eye disease and you go through artificial tears in the blink of an eye, it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit TreatMyTed.com. That's TreatMyTed.com. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes. On the Mojo Five O Radio Network. A daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American first perspective. So as we went out to the break, we were listening to Devin Nunes saying he thinks this might be the end of old Joe Biden's campaign, and I think he may be right. You know, Joe Biden was uh, teetering on the edge already. His real strength was the notion that he was the best one to take on Trump. And the vast majority of Democrat voters, and and to be, be honest, uh, a majority of the Republican voters as well, although, although I would think a smaller majority, are very low-information voters when it comes to actual politics. Most people don't immerse themselves in, uh, in the daily politics, and that's reflected, by the way, um, by the fact that uh, you know, they, they judge these things on appearances. If you, if you come up for air and take a step back and watch what the Democrats and their media mouthpieces are doing, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious. You don't have to be a genius to realize that they're just uh, really angry at the fact that an outsider was able to capture the presidency and is, at long last, advancing the interests of the American people as opposed to the 
insiders in Washington, D.C. and in New York City and out on the coast in L.A. and San Francisco. But uh, the, the question, you, you might hear the dog in the background uh, shaking his collar. Uh, the question is whether or not Trump and Rudy may have baited this so-called whistleblower into, uh, into uh, filing this complaint. Uh, because whether they did or not, it is having the effect of really tanking Joe Biden's numbers because he's no longer seen as necessarily the best guy to take on Donald Trump. How are you going to pursue all of these uh, Russiagate hoaxes and all of these claims of um, corruption where Donald Trump is taking $127 a night from a handful of flight crews in violation of the emoluments clause? How are you going to pursue that narrative if you've got old Joe Biden doing the hatchet work for his drug-addicted, ne'er-do-well, dishonorably discharged son, Hunter. How are you going to smear Donald Trump with that when, you, you're, when your candidate is obviously profoundly corrupt? And I think the Democrats are starting to ask themselves that same question, and, and, uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's tanking Joe Biden. Donald Trump was at the uh, U.N. meeting in New York, and I do not know why they don't cancel this, uh, this whole uh, operation there in New York City. If they want to have a gathering of third-world dictators and, and uh, kleptocrats, let them do it in some third-world country where these people come from. We shouldn't be funding this. We shouldn't be bringing them to New York City so they can whine and dine off their ill-gotten gains that they've stolen from their people and enjoy um, immunity from prosecution for all the crimes they commit while they're in New York City. It's a joke. We should defund the UN. We should convert the place into um, high-rise condominiums. I hear they need the housing. We should, uh, we should only let uh, Trump supporters in there. <laughs> Maybe change the dynamic there in New York City. But uh, they kept peppering Trump with questions about, uh, you know, this this new scandal that they have concocted, ignoring entirely, you know, that has come out that is just a rumor, secondhand information from the so-called whistleblower, and that there is no indication that it, there, a quid pro quo or any promise was ever made. And Trump is uh, is, is trying to warn them off. He's trying to tell them what's coming, but they just won't listen. On the, on the aid, the question of aid from a moment ago, did you tell the Ukrainian leader that they would have the aid only if they investigated Joe Biden and his family? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't do it. But Joe Biden said it about his son. Joe Biden was very dishonest what he did. What he did is he said, if they don't do uh, this or that and get rid of a certain prosecutor, Joe Biden said it. But because you're a faker, you in particular, you're a fake news group of people, you don't want to report that. I didn't do it. And you can, I hope you're going to be able to see a call because I didn't do it. You're, everybody's looking for that call. And keep going the way you're doing because when you see the call, you're going to be very surprised. No, but Joe Biden, let me, let me just be quiet. Joe Biden is the one that did a very, very bad thing. 
when he said that. And I think it was $1.2 billion he wasn't going to give unless they got rid of a prosecutor who was investigating his son and the company that his son works for. Then you also say, how much money did his son make from the Ukraine? And then ask another question, how much money did his son make from China based on energy? He knows nothing about energy. So why did he leave China? Why did he leave Ukraine with all this money? So Joe Biden was very uh, dishonest. Now, when you see the call, if you see it, I hope you see it, frankly, uh, you will find out that I did not do that at all. And you'll be very disappointed when you see it. It's really a disgrace. It really is a situation where it, it just shows the press you've had such a bad week between Justice Kavanaugh and this and other things. It's showing how dishonest so many members of the press are, not all of you, but so many members of the press are so totally dishonest. A bad week, I would say a bad week, more like a bad year. They go, for, they bumble from one fake scandal to the next, and they never learn their lessons. And I think, you know, maybe that they're not trying to. They know that they're just trying to cement an impression in people's consciousness, you know, that Trump is somehow corrupt. And I think they've convinced all of the people they're going to be able to convince, and now all they're doing is uh, is tanking Joe Biden's candidacy. I think he may be mortally wounded. I really do. He may with the help of the Democrat National Committee, because they will do just the same as they did with Hillary Clinton. They'll rig this thing so that he will be the uh, nominee because they know that any other candidate uh, doesn't stand a chance against Trump. They may drag him across the line. But it's getting harder and harder every day because Biden's corruption is being exposed and they've got him out there on the trail. And the longer they keep him on the trail, running his foolish mouth, the more he's going to shoot himself in the foot. you got to keep in mind, Joe Biden, this is not his first run for presidency. He tried twice before. I think he may have even tried three times before, but he was one of these also-rans. He was his day's Beto O'Rourke. I think Beto may have higher numbers at this point than Joe Biden ever had before he had to drop out of his presidential races. And they've got him out there on the campaign trail just saying one dumbass thing after the next. Here he is. I played one of these clips on yesterday's show from an LGBTQIA plus something conference out there in Iowa of all places where they're getting all of the Democrat candidates to come in and and make these over-the-top promises. And I'm telling you, I have been in politics before i was a uh, president of a firefighters association and joe biden loves to associate with firefighters association that man will come and tell you whatever you want to hear he he will say yes to anything he knows that it'll be the republicans job to try to protect the taxpayers and and uh, be the party of no but joe biden will always say yes and here he is committing the American taxpayers at this LGBTQIA conference to paying for sex change operations for transgendered people. Well, we do have a question from the audience. It comes from Tracy from Des Moines, Iowa. And they write, in Iowa, Republicans have worked to defund Planned Parenthood and deny Medicaid coverage for gender-affirming surgery. So what's your plan for ensuring the right to health care for the LGBTQIA Gender-affirming surgery, that is a sex change operation to all of you uninitiated. 
I'm not sure what a sex change operation has to do with Planned Parenthood, but I guess that's what they call intersectionality. Kid coverage for gender-affirming surgery. So, what's your plan for ensuring the right to health care for the LGBTQ community when it comes to family planning, qualified health care for transgender people, and health care access for all? Why doesn't she just say it out loud? Why is she uh, using all these euphemisms? Are you or are you not going to support taxpayer-funded sex change operations? Put it to them uh, plainly. Totally. Look, when we wrote the Violence Against Women Act and then we came along after that and we did Obamacare. And Obamacare, you are allowed to. You are, it does cover the surgery. It does cover transgender people. It does cover across the board. What happened is, and maybe if you take a look at it, you'll see that what along came Trump and he, by executive order, struck all of that out of the Affordable Care Act. Thank God. I would reinstate it all. Every single American... Every LGBTQ person, as well as anyone else, should be able to have full health care without any limitation. No doctor can deny you. Nobody can, no hospital can tell you you can't get the service. It is simply against the law when I'm president. You know, it hasn't been that long ago. Actually, I think it still is transgenderism. Uh, gender dysphoria is the medical term for it. it was classified as a mental disorder. And I would say that any physician that goes in and alters somebody's anatomy based on a mental disorder is violating their Hippocratic Oath to do no harm. But we're, we're at a place now in Western civilization where we've got doctors that are purposely mutilating people based on a mental disorder. Well, we're going to run out to a break, and then when we come back, we're going to take on this climate change issue and the lunatic kids up in Washington and at the United Nations. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Mojo. Millions of people today have no dental insurance. If you're without insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? Introducing DentalPlans.com. How would you like to save 10 to 60% off your next dental visit for as little as $7 a month? We offer trusted dental savings plans from companies like Cigna and Aetna with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Be a part of the 1 million-plus happy smiles served since 1999 that save money when they visit the dentist. You can save on cleanings, dentures, braces, x-rays, fillings, crowns, root canals, and even teeth whitening. Call 800-296-1247 now to start saving immediately. Mention promo code RADIO to receive 15% off any plan and for a limited time, one month free. Call 800-296-1247. That's 800-296-1247. Fees billed annually plus a $20 processing fee. Savings plans are not insurance. Savings will vary by provider, plan, and zip code. Consult with plan detail page for additional plan terms. Not all plans and offers available in all markets. So George Soros' Open Society is funding this Greta Thunberg uh, from Sweden who's over here lecturing us on climate change and how the world's coming to an end. And she's got uh, the uh, kids walking out of school, and today in Washington, D.C., they mounted a major protest in the streets, shut down the streets, had, had the commuters in rush hour idling for hours and hours, spewing 
their carbon emissions into the atmosphere while these uh, these kids ran wild in the streets littering and making a mess of things and just generally making fools of themselves when they should be in school and Greta's you know she's got this uh, this Soros paid for handler that's uh, taking her around and putting words in her mouth she did the same sort of campaign in in uh, Europe where they've got kids uh, skipping school one day a week now to protest for climate change because they say they they have no future and between you know all of this climate hysteria that uh, was cooked up you know I, I I'm re- realizing more and more it really didn't begin with Al Gore Al Gore just picked the ball up and ran with it this goes all the way back to the 60s it was originally that we were going to enter another ice age and we had to do something to we had to stop you know um damaging the ozone and and putting uh uh pollution in the air because it was going to cause another ice age and then when that didn't come out they changed uh their tactics and decided it was global warming and none of these well they also had a, a population bomb that was supposed to blow up in 20 years that was uh, at, at around uh, 1970 never transpired we were supposed to not be able to feed ourselves any longer and have a mass die out never materialized uh and there was also um there was the peak oil uh conspiracy theory that we were going to uh, run out of petroleum because we had accessed it all and we needed to uh to do away with the uh, fossil fuels in order to be able to sustain life on the planet. And uh, it's been one or two generations now that Al Gore and this inconvenient truth has been uh, propagandized in our schools, and they have literally driven these poor kids to uh, the edge of sanity. And I've got a clip for you here. This is at this uh, protest in Washington, D.C. today where they had a stage set up and they were calling uh, one after another of these these poor kids that had been brainwashed. Adults keep saying we owe it to the young people to give them hope. But I don't want your hope. I don't want you to be hopeful. I want you to panic. That's great. We have been polluting the earth for years and uh, we might actually die. I need to set up that clip a little better. That was Greta at first, uh, you know, uh, spouting the type of rhetoric that is driving these kids to uh, to make these crazy statements. So that is the the cause. And now I'm going to play you the effect. I don't want you to be hopeful. I want you to panic. Uh, we have been polluting the earth for years, and uh, we might actually die in a few years. Our world is already in flames. It's getting hotter. We can't breathe. We are here because our parents trashed the planet, and it's up to our generation to save it. Unlike so many people my age, I feel really visceral anxiety about climate change. Call us Generation Z, the last letter of the alphabet, because we are going to be the last generation to survive. My conscience couldn't handle the idea of bringing someone into a dying world. I'm angry because this planet is dying and the president of the biggest country in the world refuses to acknowledge that. And I'm sick of the people that they want us. I am here for the people who are suffering and dying because of our country's decision. People are suffering. People are dying. 
Entire ecosystems are collapsing. Our oceans are choking with trash, and the sixth mass extinction is well underway. We do not have time to be polite. This is a revolution. It doesn't matter how much we're taxed if we don't have an earth to live on. We need to do more instead of having a corrupt president who won't acknowledge that the earth is literally dying. This is environmental racism, and we must acknowledge the issue. We need to listen to our children because they totally get it. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words, and yet I'm one of the lucky ones. These Marxists, these cultural Marxists that that are setting out to destroy Western civilization in a very coordinated strategic campaign, have captured our youth and have driven them mad they they are uh, they are being driven mad they're having to medicate these kids for anxiety based on this climate hoax and that those are the kids that, those kids that you heard there most of them were 10 and under but they had a uh, um a, a a a hearing up on Capitol Hill where they had some of the college kids spouting this propaganda and I'm not sure that they didn't sound even more uh, insane than the school kids. 19 years old and like so many people my age, I feel really visceral anxiety about climate change. I'm a junior in the college here majoring in um, justice and peace studies and philosophy and my- justice and peace studies and philosophy. Um, justice and peace studies and philosophy and minoring in women's and gender studies. I'm a senior majoring in cinema studies. I'm studying government theology. I study um, government theology, she says. And minoring in women's and gender studies. I'm a senior majoring in cinema studies. I'm studying government theology. I study empathy as communication. Wow. Uh, sir, she, her, hers. Environmental racism is a huge issue in America right now. Considering the disproportionate impact of climate change on communities of color, how will you regulate these corporate actions in order to fight environmental, racial, and socioeconomic injustice? Socially constructed roles often put women at a disadvantage in preparing for climate change. How- Notice how they're checking off all the box on the identity politics. How would you work with farmers in Iowa and adjacent states with how they will uh, reduce their impact on dead zones in the Gulf of Mexico? Do you have any plans that center justice for indigenous people as a means of combating climate change? I am a Native American from the Warm Springs Confederated Tribes. Do you have a plan that serves Native communities? California has sponsored house resolutions. It goes on and on like this. It goes on and on like this. These, these kids, you know, we're sending our kids to college, spending a, a ridiculous amount of money for them to get these stupid degrees. I didn't do that to my kid, but a lot of parents are. These worthless degrees... And they're just spending their time there being indoctrinated in this far-left Marxist ideology by these cultural Marxist professors. Meanwhile, over in China, they're sending their kids to school 12 hours a day to study uh, STEM uh, subjects. And they're going to be eating our lunch if we don't turn this around. We've got to get these, uh, these state boards of regents to start defunding this indoctrination and this propaganda. But Greta was up herself at the United Nations, and uh, they they had her on a panel where, I mean, uh, this is a long clip I'm going to play. It's almost two minutes, but I want you to hear this skilled propagandist and the words that they have put in her mouth. 
This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. None of that is happening. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. What? And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Woo, woo. You believe for a second that she wrote those words? Hell no. She is a mouthpiece. They're using her as a spokesperson for maximum effect so that she can indoctrinate the next generation. Because if you really understood the situation and still kept on failing to act, then you would be evil, and that I refuse to believe. The popular idea of cutting our emissions in half in 10 years only gives us a 50% chance of staying below 1.5 degrees and the risk of setting off irreversible chain reactions beyond human control. How dare you pretend... Oh, God, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? This is, uh, what, she's 16 years old? She has no idea what she's talking about. She's just been used as a puppet, a sock puppet, to spout this far-left climate ideology. And it's having a profound impact. Already it's taken hold over in Europe. This is Mark Morano. He is a, a climate uh, skeptic, climate warming skeptic, who has written a book on this. I'm going to have him on the show to have an interview. But he's telling you exactly what's going on. Did those interviews? Um, what is it about her that has uh, interested so many young people? Sells fear. Greta Thunberg started in Sweden every Friday outside the Swedish Parliament, and it spread to skip school in order to have a future. In other words, she's actually said, to, and she's addressed the EU, the United States Congress, testified that why should kids go to school if they have a future that will be no more unless government passes laws like the Green New Deal, more UN treaties, etc. So this message and of is fear... is it working in Sweden? It worked in Sweden, it's working in Europe, and now it's come to the U.S. The message of fear sells. There's reports now in, in Europe where kids are getting anti-anxiety medication. They believe they're going to die. She is the Greta effect. She's causing and instilling fear in millions of kids around the world and actually has them believing that government can legislate our climate. In other words, if we pass the Green New Deal in America, these kids can all go back to school. Mark you know, the sad thing about it, this whole thing is we could raise these kids to be conservationists and actually improve the environment. The plastic in the oceans is a real issue. The Republican Party ought to rally around cleaning up the plastic in the oceans and putting stiff sanctions on the nations in Asia and Africa that are dumping these tons and tons of plastics into the ocean. It's not the United States. If Greta Thornburg and these, these little kids were actually concerned about climate change, if they believe that carbon dioxide is causing climate change, they wouldn't be over here lecturing the people in the United States. We have reduced our climate, our, uh, our carbon emissions by over 15%. 
At the same time, China and the nations of Africa have increased China. In, in China's case, they've increased their carbon emissions by over 200%. Why aren't they lecturing China? I'll tell you why. Because China is a, a Stalinist Marxist nation. You notice they're just attacking capitalism. But yeah, I absolutely believe that uh, the Republican Party should start uh, burnishing its environmental credentials. This country has done more to clean its air and water than any other nation on the planet. And we ought to expand that into the oceans and start cleaning up some of these huge floating plastic islands. We could do that. And, uh, and it, uh, put together some strict sanctions to try to stop some of these, uh, these third world countries from continuing to pollute. Out in California, Governor Gavin Newsom has now signed into law the, a, a statewide program based on this promise program that allowed the massacre at Parkland High School to go forward. They're now putting that in on a statewide basis. And, of course, this was uh, the, the program that came from Barack Obama's Education Secretary Arne Duncan and his protege Robert Renzi, who is the Broward County School Superintendent, still hasn't lost his job in spite of the fact that the Promise program that he put in failed so massively and allowed that kid, whose name I will not say, to stay in school despite the fact that he was obviously mentally ill and obviously had fantasies about mass murder. Over in the Judiciary Committee, they're preparing to hold Corey Lewandowski in contempt because when he appeared before their committee last week, he wasn't sufficiently solicitous of the Democrat members of the committee insulting him and calling him names. So it's sort of like, you know, when they accused Donald Trump of obstruction of justice because he didn't just sit there and accept his beating because... Corey Lewandowski had the audacity to argue back and take up for himself before the Democrats. They're now talking about holding him into contempt. I wish they had said that at the time because I'm quite sure that Corey Lewandowski would have said, well, I hold you in contempt as well. And they are far more deserving of contempt than he ever was. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition. I want to thank you for joining us and invite you back here tomorrow on the Mojo 5.0 radio station. Follow me on Twitter at right now, Jim Dawes. We'll talk to you later. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. 
They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home.